It's time for the Recruitment Marketing Rebelcast. This is the show for all you recruitment marketing rebels out there who are done with posting, prey, and recruitment funnels. Are you ready to bring real change to talent acquisition? Come for the voice of the candidate and stay for the snark. It's time for real talk from the front lines of the talent revolution with your hosts, Alin Bailey and Tracy Parsons. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Recruitment Marketing Rebel Cast. Um, Tracy and I are going to transition a little bit, and then we're going to talk about um, what you need to do if you're a recruitment marketer and you're headed off to a conference this season, because um, they're not always necessarily um, friendly places for recruitment marketers in the recruiting world. So, Ms. Tracy, how are you doing? Good morning, Alyn. Uh, yeah, I'm good. And I uh, just want everybody that listening out there that this Recruitment Marketing Rebel cast was brought to you by Dayquil. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Both we of must- us are just clogged up and stuffed up and popping the Dayquil. So, you know. Absolutely. Heavily dosed. But you know what? We weren't going to miss this opportunity. No, there's nothing more fun than chatting on the phone with a Lynn. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're going to hang out and just, you know, why not? So if we stop for a second and, you know, you hear big wheezing in the background or, you know. Snorting. Snorting. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is what they call authenticity, Alyn. Absolutely. We, we are we are straight out of um, straight out of the um, out of the Dayquil uh, playbook. We can yeah, make it happen. I, I, I was going to say we are straight out of bed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to say that too, but I was like, that sounded wrong, mm-hmm. right? but then I was like, eh, you know. So, so wrong, it's right, girl. So yeah, wrong, exactly. it's right. Exactly. Oh, my God. Okay, so before we go, I know we're, we're going to have a long one today anyway, because we have a lot to, to talk about. I'm hoping we'll, we'll be able to, to get it into a reasonable amount of time for everybody to listen to. Right. But I'm going to stop for a second before we even start talking about recruitment marketing and, and going to conferences and, and doing those things. You just talked, you were just starting to talk to me about uh, doing stand-up. I, I'm fascinated now. So tell me, tell me the strategy here. Where's that your exit plan is stand-up comic? Good God, no, I'm not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just something that I've always wanted to do. And um, I, I just think it would be remarkably fun. So, so my plan was, is that I would try to like write a set. Um, and so I was, I was out at a customer site and I was in one of those, I have one of those days and I'm sure you get them where I could not stop working. Like I started at seven that morning and it was 11, like at nine o'clock I was like, Oh my God, I haven't eaten dinner. Um, and so I'd work on stuff and then I'd go back to the set and I'd work on stuff and I'd go back to the set. So my plan is, is that now I have to polish it because I mean, you know, you can write something really funny, but delivering is what makes it magic. So I have a lot of practicing to do. And uh, I'm going to be working on my timing for the next couple months. And then I'm just going to like try and do an open mic night somewhere locally. Is it like all, is it like all talent acquisition focused? It's like, no you know? talent acquisition focus. It's, it's, it's really about um, my life and how I grew up. And um, yeah, I, my, my life is one giant sitcom moments of tragic comedy, others just straight up comedy. Um you know, perfect, perfect, perfect story. This, this last week I went for nutritional counseling 
And then on Friday night, I won a silent auction of cake for a week. Oh, so yeah. Right. So I don't think the counseling worked. Um, but no, no, the counseling worked, but the universe, the fate were not aligned. Oh, trust me. There were orange theory items to be bought in that silent auction. No, no, no. I gravitated straight (laughs) for the cake. I was like, I think cake for a year sounds amazing. Okay, so you can't blame it on you. I was going to give you the out of um, the the out of fate, but that's fine. No, that's because you're lovely. I like cake and (laughs) chips. (laughs) Oh, you're too funny. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So, I the reason I. about what we were getting here to talk about today. And of course, you can always just edit all that out. <laughs> okay, that was fun. No, 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 that's the fun part. So, okay, so there's there's two reasons this topic came to me today. One, obviously, um, everybody's starting to head off to the fall conferences. Yeah. Uh, or many people are. I, I actually think a lot of people aren't and are having, um, you know, FOMO associated with that. Um, but I also, when I started to kind of think about the conferences, I was starting to set my teams to get ready to go and kind of what they need to be talking about and what they need to be doing there. I thought, you know, this is not an easy thing to do, to go off and kind of do these pieces. But if done right, it can be hugely valuable. I mean, a good example is I get to hang out with Tracy Parsons today because I started going to conferences and figured out how to connect with people and connected with Tracy. And she's awesome. See, right? I look at that the reverse. I had an opportunity to connect with a win. <laughs> so there you go. So that's winning. That's winning. Mutual love. Awesome. So I thought maybe we could take a couple of moments. And, um, you know, some of this is a little tongue-in-cheek. I get it. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, the recruitment marketers out there. Many of them, uh, many of you guys who are listening to us, I know, um, aren't part of big, huge, large teams. You, you mm-hmm. may not work in big enterprises. And even if you do, by the way, here's the here's the dirty little secret. Even at the enterprise level, very, very, it's not very often that we get the funding or the ability to go off and, and go to a conference. So maybe you get to go to your first conference or the first one in a really long time. Uh, your manager says, hey, go ahead and go do this. And you're really excited about it. But then what do you do? Because you walk into the conference and if you look at most of the agendas today, Right. Uh, and you start to look at who's there, what's going on. There's a lot of focus around recruiting and process and execution and how to build a great team and kind of all of those pieces. But as a recruitment marketer, uh, how do you figure out what to go and listen to and pay attention to? And I thought we, we could talk about that for a second. So, Tracy, when you go to when you have somebody who comes to you and says, hey, I just got a ticket and I get to go to ERE next month. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you tell how do you tell them to use their time? Yeah, and I think the first thing I tell people to do is go to the nearest uh, booth that has notebooks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say bar. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, that is a given. Obviously, you're having a drink on the plane. So then, but go go get a notebook. So have one clean notebook. That's honestly what I do. And then you'll come to your house and you'll see this stack of notebooks at some point, like at my house. And my husband's like, what the hell do you need all these notebooks for? I'm like, this is my conference book. So that's that's phase one for me. But one of the things before you even go to a conference, I tell all of my customers, all my peers, no, go into that conference knowing what problem you're trying to solve. Yeah. Right. Know what your what your soft spot is in your strategy or know what your soft spot is for your brand. Know what the thing that you might be struggling with is and design your attendance and agenda around one 
practitioners, right? So find people who are doing what you're doing so you can talk about your same problem because a lot of these problems are solved in wonderful group conversations, right? Everybody has a lot of the same problems. Everybody has a lot of nurture problems. Um, So talking to people about what they're doing in that space that are actually doing it. Then go listen to some thought leaders to get some additional ideas, right? So your thought leaders are going to be out there pushing the envelope on what's next and what you're going to be thinking about in six months and your analysts. But those practitioners are going to help you ground it in some sense of reality that you can go home and execute against. And then go talk to some of the vendors that support them. So, you know, as you're talking to your peers, find out who they use uh, and then go talk to some of those vendors, talk to their competitors and don't fall, don't fall too hard for demos. Now, Jess Von Bank, who I think, um, Olin, do you know Jess? Yes. She put out one of the funniest memes a couple weeks ago about never paying for a drink at HR Tech. Absolutely. It's like, it's like a contest. So, by all means, you're helping somebody's career when you go talk to the vendors. Now, having worked at a couple of booths in my life, please, for the love of God, go talk to those people. They want to talk to you. The, the walking past them and not making eye contact, you know what? They're there for a reason. Go talk to them and you <laughs> can simply talk about the weather. But they, they might have something that you need. And a lot of times our vendors are sitting on a pile of data. And if you can go talk to the right vendor and you can go talk to the right person at that booth, they're going to be able to really start helping you form out that business case around recruitment marketing or around employer brand that is going to help you get the tools that you need to succeed or help you execute on some of the programs that you want. Yeah, you know, I, I'm gonna, I, I agree with that completely, by the way. I think that uh, you've got to do your homework going in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this particularly goes um, when you're going to go and um, – this is actually a pet peeve of mine um, and, and going around and, and doing your vendor visits and kind of starting to collect your data and your information. You need to be fully prepared to understand. You need to know what you care about before you walk into those conversations. Yes. So you're right. Vendors have a huge amount of data and information, but remember it's about their product, but it's also about the business problem they think they're trying to solve. Exactly. So frequently you'll go in and start having those conversations and know that they're going to, that they're going to be, pitching a business problem that they have imagined that you may have. <laughs> right. It really, right? So it's, it's true. Your, it's your responsibility um, as uh, somebody who's trying to gather insight or value out of this conversation or even to assess um, the capabilities of a particular vendor to be able to go in and say, this is my business problem. This is what I'm trying to solve. If you don't know what it is you're looking for, uh, and by the way, if you're new to the to the to the set and you're not necessarily sure what you're looking for yet, that's fine as well. Yeah. But know that what you're going to get from the vendor is their take on what they're imagined your their imagination of what your problem is. So you have to be very if you're really purposely looking for something and really want to get an answer to a deep burning question that you have, understand what your question is and be very confident to stop the conversation and say, no, no, I need help answering this question. They'll be more than happy to have that dialogue with you. That is a great point. Yeah, they will. They will be, they're happy to have it. But I I love what you said. Don't, don't hesitate to say, hold on. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. Right. That's important. Yep. Right. Remember, you're going to see this in a couple of different places, right? So when you're on the vendor floor, right, you're going out there and visiting your exhibitors, which, by the way, I think should be a good portion of any conference visit. I think that you articulated very clearly the first thing you need to be able to do is plan ahead, 
for, for what you're going to do when you go into that conference site. Yep. I think you need to know who's going to be there, what vendors are going to be there, what practitioners are going to be there, what thought leaders and what industry experts are going to be there. Um, and you need to decide who you want to talk to and what you want to get out of those conversations. Preparation is the key to this. Um, it can be very overwhelming very quickly, particularly in a huge conference like an HR tech conference, right? If this is your your first or even your second kind of foray into that space, it can feel very overwhelming to know where should I be. If you're waiting to get there to get your little printed out version of your, um, you know, of, of the attendance options uh, to select what you're going to go to in the next hour, uh, you're not going to get the biggest value for yourself, right? Because okay. you're going to get stuck. That's amazing because I've never done that. Um I, I'm going to be honest, like I am the most willy nilly conference attendee and I'm headed to HR tech in a couple of weeks. And based on what you just said, I'm totally doing that. Like later, the, I, I just put it on my task list. I'm like, OK, Friday, you're going to download the whole agenda and you're going to make a plan and you're going to research who you want to meet because you're right, Alin. This is a, this is an expense to the company. Right. And there are goals that we all need to meet when we go to these things. It's not just for. Um, you know, losing our shirts in Vegas it's it, <laughs> and, it, and free drinks. It really is. It really is about advancing the idea. So that was, I, I have a takeaway. Thanks, Alyn. Oh, you're welcome. And yeah. it doesn't have to be overly complicated. And by the way, you can, no. uh, so this is the planner in me, right? What, what I would say is, is that make a plan and know that you can be flexible and change it at any moment. But oh, know, absolutely. What's, know what's available out there to you, right? So I'm a firm believer that if you have a plan, that when serendipity approaches and, and shows itself to you, uh, you can you have no problem diving out to go and accept it, right? So right. Uh, a good example, uh, going into um, one of my very first conferences um, years ago, it wasn't that long, I guess it was years ago, um, uh, walking into an ERE conference and I was sent, and by the way, I had no idea even what recruiting was at that point. I was very new into the space. Um, and so I kind of laid out an idea of what I wanted to go and see and go into. I went to the first uh, presentation and I realized I'm not at all interested in this thing I thought I was interested in, <laughs> right? So this, this is of no value. This is of no value to me, right? Um, and so I sat there very nicely and I sat through the first presentation, but I knew going into the next one that my plan that I had laid out was not the plan I wanted to continue with. Right. So I was able to adjust very quickly and say, oh, I'm not going to go to those next three sessions I lined out because they're going to be more of the same on this topic. And this topic is not helpful to me. What I thought this was about is not what it is. Right. And I think for in this recruitment marketing space, that's really critical because a lot of people are using the buzzwords. Yes. And those buzzwords don't necessarily align to what you think they are. Right. So you go and look at the agenda and they'll say they're talking, for example, about personas or journey mapping or uh, channel leverage or uh, source of influence metrics. Right. They'll use all of the kind of big buzzwords that are out there in the industry. But when you actually get into the presentation or you start to see what they're actually talking about, it may be very divergent from what you're looking for. Um, yeah. And it goes back to like I think there's a I think there's a big. Uh, miss a lot of times is that um, we're all we are all, we all think we're talking the same language, but we're not. No, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> this, particularly in in the space around recruitment marketing, there's uh -huh. a lot of there's a lot of gray area around our terminology and what we're looking at in the space. Absolutely, yeah, so, that's that's a big deal. But I love 
So my key takeaway there is for me, if, you know, and for a lot of listeners, I think it's about making a plan, but you said something really poignant. You're like, make a plan of the people that you want to meet and the solutions that you want to see. And I very rarely do that. Um, and I'll have a sense of what sessions I want to go to, but I didn't think about that, that next level of this, this really is a conference to learn and to grow and to make connections. And so thanks, Lynn. So, so I'm going to ask, so I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit and say, oh I think, I, you know, cause I think this is something actually you're really good at. I'm, I, I'd love to get some, some feedback from you about how you do this, but so let's say people are doing that, right? They're saying, okay, well, great. Well, how do I know who it is I want to meet? How do I go and find out who, who the thought leaders are, even who the practitioners are out there who would be intriguing or interesting for me to go and connect with? If What would you recommend to somebody to kind of go and get a lay of the land for kind of who's out there in the environment? How would I go and find out about that? Yeah, I, I'm a big LinkedIn Twitter user. Um so I like to I like to see what people are sharing. I like to know what kind of information that they're interested in. Um, and so I'll probably go research and there's names that I've heard, like there's always names that we've heard. Um, but what I'll what I'll probably do is I'll I'll ground it back to the problem that I'm trying to solve. Right. And right. and then I'll and then I'll do some research on that problem. And sometimes it's a matter of finding the brands that I admire. Right. Yep. That I that I think that are doing it better than me um, as a practitioner. And so when I see those brands that I think that are doing better than me and I see them on a conference agenda or I see that they're going to attend the event, I want to go seek them out and, and talk to them a little bit about what they're doing and how they got there and understand their journey a little bit more. Yeah, I think that, that that's a really helpful thing. I have been a, uh, it coming into the talent acquisition space, not because I necessarily use it as an attraction mechanism, mm-hmm. but I've become a big advocate for um, Twitter in particular. And part of the reason is it gives me an opportunity to uh, see who the people I'm interested in are also connecting with and start to kind of get a sense for who's out there in the ecosystem that I may yeah. want to go and connect with and, and find out about. You're kind of thinking about that idea of connecting with people. And I liked how you started this by saying the first thing you want to do is think about the practitioners you want to go connect with because yeah. the value of those conversations is so important. I, I think another tip I would give people is when you're going and you're thinking about setting up what you want to do, how you want to spend your day, when you're, when you're going in and set, setting up your sessions, there's a lot of different type of sessions you're going to see opportunity to, to, to do, right? Yes. There are kind of the keynote sorts of sessions, which are usually kind of big name brand speakers who are going to get up. And usually, the honestly, the, the point of those for me is because they give you that kind of raw, raw feeling like, oh, yes, I love what I do. It's fabulous. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then there is... Uh-huh. Right. Those breakout sessions that will either be by practitioners or vendors um, who are uh, or who are bringing in thought leaders who are talking in that space or even thought leaders in and of themselves. And then there's also a third type that that happens. And if you can find them, they can be hugely valuable. They're uh, kind of workshoppy sort of uh, dialogue sessions where they put lots of practitioners in a room. Yes. And, and they have, uh, and they kind of prompt questions and have dialogue or working sessions around solving them. They label them in lots of different ways. Sometimes they label them as workshops. Sometimes yep. they label them as working sessions or panel studies, panels. Those places are awesome because the amount of dialogue that happens amongst practitioners and your ability to actually connect one-on-one with other practitioners in a way that is maybe more comfortable than just trying to go up and say hi to people at a cocktail yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And I, I say that I'm a, I'm 
I just get a surprise you. Guess what, Tracy? I'm an actually a very big introvert. Did you know I was too? I'm not surprised. I know. I, I think a lot of people, because I can speak in front, give me 500 people in a room, no problem. Give yep. me one person at a cocktail party or that I have to go say hello to who I don't know. And I like, my anxiety goes off the, off the charts. Makes oh yeah, it's very, scary. Right. Makes me very bad at networking at conferences and things like that. But I've learned that if I could go to these kind of smaller group sessions where they're doing some group problem solving or group work, usually sitting at a table with a lot of other practitioners, I've made some of my best um, connections there. Yeah. Um, and, and for some of my best uh, relationships that I use today to benchmark and to work with people. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's a lot of value to those. And to your point, it was funny. I was at a conference not too long ago and the speaking slot that I was given was against a networking event. And there was a portion of my presentational in that was talking about networking. Uh, and I even, I even stuck it in there. I was like, so clearly everybody in this room is like me and does not want to network. So let's talk about how to make that less horrifying. <laughs> right. 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 We're the we're the non-networkers, so let's just unite and go to bed in our in our jammies as soon as we're done here today. Awesome. So now you came from the vendor side of the house, and I, I in um, a previous life on the L and D side uh, spent some time at the vendor side of the house. I think another piece of information people are interested in, particularly if it's their first time going to a to a conference or even to a to a bigger conference where there's a lot of vendors, is if I'm an individual and I go and I walk up to your booth and I start talking to you, et cetera, and you invite me to your, uh, your, some dinner that you're hosting as a vendor, or, uh, you, know, you say, Hey, we're having some party out on the, yep. on the yacht this afternoon. Right. <laughs> and by the way, guys, go to HR tech. This could happen to you. It could happen. Um, what is the, you know, I, I think for a lot of people, this is scary because it's hard to understand then what is the expect, what is the vendor expecting of me? Uh, as somebody who's attending that event, what is okay? Is it okay for me to go to that knowing full well, I'm probably not going to engage with you on anything anytime soon. Um, or is is it more polite for me to say no, thank you and to, and to walk away? What would you recommend? Go to the party. Always. <laughs> Always go to the party. So here's what's actually happening there. If you go up to the booth, they're scanning your they're scanning your badge, right? So let them scan your badge because somebody's getting credit for that. Like every time a vendor goes to a conference, it's all about lead generation, right? And so you are now a lead, kind of the way that we treat people who join our talent network. That person may never work for you. However, that is somebody that you can start educating about your brand, right? It's the same concept. So when they scan your badge and then there's this process of determining if you are a minimum qualified lead. And if you're a qualified lead, it means you work at a company that they are targeting from a size or industry or whatever perspective. So you fit into the profile of the person that they're looking to sell to. All you are required to deliver. So I'm a big believer in, um, you don't know anybody, anything. <laughs> Go to the party. <laughs> Exactly. Go to the party. You work for a brand that they want to target. Now, the downside of that is they're going to inundate you with emails. But the great thing is, is that you now help some business development rep, some salesperson meet a number that they were looking to get. And you never know. There might be something great, not tomorrow, not six months from now, but a year from now. And you're probably going to get some really great content in the next year that's going to help you do your job a little bit better because, again, they've perceived that you have this business problem. They've got a lot of data to help support you. And you've made another connection. 
right? right. So I, I always say, absolutely, you owe, you don't owe them anything. Um, right. you, owe, you owe them your email address and they can right. use that to how they see fit. And, and so, and, and what I would tell people is don't be afraid of these opportunities because oh, no. oftentimes these, this is the place where you will make your best connections with other practitioners. Guess what? They're not the only, they're not invited. So here's the deal. If they invite you to a party and you're the only one there, you could go ahead and leave. Yeah, you should leave, actually. Should that, leave. That's a risk. That's a, that's a, that's a, there's a many layers. That's a risky situation. That is a red flag. You should turn yeah. right around. Yeah. At, so, at, you, at, best it's a, at best, it's a bad party. At worst, <laughs> that's like, you know, something good is not going to happen there. Run. But, but most likely, right, there is a lot of people at that party or a few, you know, enough people. Yes. This is your opportunity, even for the introverts like me, to actually connect with people who are like-minded at some level, right? Yes. And and to start building connections, honestly, right? Uh, even with some of the some of the practitioners who are there um, at a vendor level, this is a place to make those opportunities and those connections. Tracy and I would not be as connected as we are had I not continued to go to her vendors' <laughs> parties, um, and if I didn't allow Tracy to then teach me how to play craps later. Right. See, if that, that, and then you could get that out of it. Right. Right. Those are those are the serendipitous opportunities that you need to be able to allow yourself to take advantage of. So and also let's talk about the people watching at those parties. It's the best. I know. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna make a really um, oh entertaining God. career mistake. That that's the thing. <laughs> at some point these people forget that yep. they're actually at work. I know. There's some amazing things that can happen. I have seen everything. Uh I swear I have seen just about everything. Very valuable. If nothing else, provides a lot of opportunity to have in your back pocket in case you ever need to have, you know, deep dirt on somebody. You get all sorts of insight. You get that. And, you know, a hundred good stories make you interesting at parties. So true. Absolutely true. And the other good thing is usually if it's a, so this is the other thing. I do this. I I judge a, a vendor on the quality of if they're going to take us to dinner. Yes. <laughs> on the quality of the meal. I I've had some some awesome meals. I've had some crappy meals. I'm less likely to call back. Well, yeah. I mean, and that that <laughs> while terrible, true, yeah. super true, right? Yeah. You know. Right. So. Well, and this is again. These companies, these vendors, these partners, and I, I always try to think of them as partners too, because Absolutely. they are trying to solve my problems. Um, so these partners have pretty nice budgets for these events. So it's not like you know the booth cost and the getting people there is the only thing. They there are there are excellent um, entertainment opportunities yeah. at these conferences. So um, that's another reason to go talk to your vendors and don't avert your eyes in the conference hall. Um, yep. And you know, the the last thing I can say is if you avert your eyes in the conference hall, you might have just missed your new best friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ain't, ain't that right, Alain? It is so true. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So my last little kind of recommendation in this space is one that I gave uh, uh, my bud Tyler as he heads off to HR Tech uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'll be um, sure to and, find him. Yeah. Find Tyler. He's awesome. Uh, is take some time, leave yourself some time. Uh, to have uh, what I would call kind of impromptu uh, social meetings with people that, that you meet and you're interested in. So, for example, I, honestly, I'll tell you what I told him to do is that assume that uh, between the hours of four and six, uh, you're working and you're working in half an hour cocktail slots. 
Yes. And, uh, you know, find yourself a place to uh, a couple of good, you know, scout out the location. Uh, When you get there, figure out where a couple of good quiet, you need two options, a quiet location and a busy location. The quiet location is where you choose to go meet people for 30 minutes to have a quick conversation with somebody who actually feel like you're going to get some value out of that conversation and the the busy one is where you want to make sure you build the connection don't burn the bridge but uh nobody's going to get uh nobody's going to have an earth shattering uh dialogue and you can get out of it really quickly Um, (laughs) but have it prepped right have these are these are little insider tips have your spaces prepped to know where you're going and what type of conversations you're going to have so you need to have a master class in conference attending (laughs) Listen, I'm over here taking notes. I'm like, Jesus, that's a really good idea, too. Oh, exactly. I, I, some of these places where, you know, they go to the same venue every time, like, you know, oh, yeah. for HR Tech, I have, I have spots. I'm not giving them away. And I'm not going to tell you what I do yet because I don't want anybody to be offended if they get taken to the, um, you're a schlep and I'm not really interested in any spot. But you gotta have you gotta have it and, and you need to know how far places are and how to take you to walk places but think yes about these things oh my okay. god oh so, my god <laughs> so that's I, we're gonna you're gonna literally i'm um, somebody's hiring you to do a webinar like <laughs> conference success in 10 steps with a win exactly okay so okay so all these people they're going off to these conferences and again remember recruitment marketers just because they don't throw the word recruitment marketing on top of everything and they don't always understand what it is you're talking about or trying to do huge value for you to be in these places to connect with people to find opportunities but let's say i can't go right so 99 percent of the people who could benefit from having these connections and finding out what's going on in these spaces and being part of the underlying dialogue that happens in these conferences don't get to go. I know. So one of the tips I want to kind of give everybody, and I'd love to kind of hear your take on this, is I have found, because I don't get to go to as many as I would like to go to, I don't get to go to very many at all. There are online environments now where if you connect in the right places, it's almost like you're there. It's like you get the backstage conversation without having to go through all the bull crap of being there. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. I'm not a big traveler, like, which is funny. I'm not a big traveler for work, but my family and I travel all the time and I do attend four or five conferences a year. Um, but when I, when there are ones that I'm not able to attend those conferences, when they're happening, I am all over that Twitter hashtag. I am reading that Twitter hashtag all day. And I look for opportunities from which to live stream. Like I think Talent Connect is this week. I think there are some opportunities to live stream. I know that Transform has a live stream. So, you know, there are opportunities to be at that conference virtually, whether it's watching the speakers or getting audience reaction in real time from the Twitter feed. I I think that sometimes those are, well, I mean, when I'm live at a conference, I am constantly following the Twitter feed, even though I'm sitting right in the room. Yep. Because I want to know what what hit for somebody, right? So that message really resonated with the audience. And, and I uh, think people who are offline and, or who are online but watching and not there, yeah, join in on the conversation. Act as if you are there. Yeah. So if you're live streaming and you're watching it and you're watching the Twitter feed and you're watching the engagement happening for the people who are on the ground, get in there and comment as well. Because part of this, the the value of attending conferences is about building connections and and uh, connecting with individuals and finding out people who have like interests and finding out new ways to think about things and build those connections. That happens 
not only for you going and seeking out other people, but people coming and seeking out you. And that's going to happen if they know who you are. So, so don't be afraid to to tweet your thoughts or to get involved in the conversation, even if you're not live there on the, in the site, right? Couldn't agree more. Um, I, I'm a big believer in that because you might you might see somebody saying something and you don't you you have something to you know add or you're not really clear on. It's a way to start a great conversation. There are a number of people that um, I'm connected to on Twitter and LinkedIn that I've never met face to face, and when I do, it is like this moment of joy, right? It's like I know this person, or at least I feel like I know this person, <laughs> um, but you've never met them. Uh, it, but it's a great opportunity to build those relationships and, and just adding that joining the conversation, I think is a great piece of advice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm interested. I know people are going, where are you going this year? What, I mean, what are your fall um, spiels? Are you going to be out there anywhere? I'm just at HR tech in a couple weeks and then I will be at uh, social recruiting strategies conference in January. Ooh, that's a good one. I have not been to that one yet. Oh, you so, should come. Uh, They're doing social recruiting eBrand Con together this year. They're going to run them in different tracks, um, but it's going to be a big one. It's I think the end of January. Ooh, that's so so. I this year I'm not. I actually um, I get to send other people this year, which is great. Um, that's joyful. I think uh, we've got some people, not myself, but some people going to Talent Connect, obviously, um, yep. this week. We've got some people going. Uh, Tyler is leading up a crew going to HR Tech this year. Uh, whoop, whoop, Tyler. I know, um, right? Go, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, and um, I actually am excited. This year, I'm trying to take myself a little bit global and get a better global perspective. So um, I'm doing Unleash World this year. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be really fun. It was interesting when you opened our conversation, you talked a little bit about people having FOMO of conferences. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't have FOMO of conferences very rarely, but I understand it's a thing. I, I, I have you heard of J- JOMO joy of missing out? It's a, no, that's awesome. Oh yeah. It's a yeah. new thing. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So yeah. So awesome. So that's I want to hear all about Unleash World though. I'm super excited. So all these tips I just gave you, I don't know if they will work in French. Let's see. Oh. It's like a whole, we're going to, we're going to see if it crosses international boundaries or not. Well, this is going to be a really good test. Yep. I want to hear what everybody else's tips are out there. So not just like you're like, you know, the basic ones, but give me your insider, give us your insider tips, share with everybody else. How do you handle conferences? How do you as a recruitment marketer get the best out of it? Um, and, and make those connections that you need to do. And then I, I also want to hear where else is everybody else going? Yes. What, is, what, what are those interesting? Because I am finding that the conference scene is changing right now. And, and I think there's a lot of really cool stuff out there that I'm not even aware of. I'd love to hear what people are doing. Yeah. So a couple things is uh, building on what Alyn is saying, um, as I'm sure you noticed that I am not the best conference attender. Um, I am probably way too willy nilly. So can you help a sister out? Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Um, by telling me what you love to, that you're doing. And uh, yeah, where are you going? Where should we be? Um, we we really we really value all of that. And um, I want to thank everybody for making the first one so fun and having a great conversation online about it. So thanks for everybody who listened. I know, wasn't that awesome? So yeah. a, a quick little follow-up. I will tell everybody we've had uh, some interesting conversation. We'd like to start um, bringing in uh, some of our uh, friends and others <laughs> and, and friends of friends. <laughs> Uh, yeah. into, into our conversations. Um, these have been kind of uh, as horrible as we can get, uh, 30 minute dialogues, but we're talking about uh, starting at least once a month, uh, bringing in some friends uh, for uh, for our cocktail hour chat. 
yes. a little off the record dialogue about recruitment marketing and all the ins and outs of what happens behind the scenes. That's right. That's right. So if you want to be a behind the scenes or hit us up on Twitter and our Twitter account um, for, do you want to share that with the audience uh, to oh, follow yeah, yeah. along okay. the, the Rebelcast? <laughs> yes, I will. So uh, on Twitter, uh, you can follow us at, at our Rebelcast. Um, you can also, of course, come directly to us um, at P Parsons or at Alin Bailey. We're there as well. Um, and we'll connect you all up together. Um, hopefully we can continue this conversation. Thank you, everybody. This has been great. Thank you, Tracy, as always. I'm looking forward. Do you think one episode you could just do the stand-up routine for us? No, uh-uh, no. Oh. I'm sorry, I can't. It's, it's like, again, it's it's so rough and so raw, but it, let me let me say this. When I, when I get, as you can also see, I don't have a problem saying no. Um, <laughs> As you as as it gets more polished and I've I've worked it out in front of an audience, maybe. Um, but it, it really is deep, d- deep dives into how I grew up and, and the insanity of my of my yeah, youth. Yeah, well, we'll get into it. it it'll happen. Things will start trickling out. It'll, it'll be like, <laughs> awesome. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, my dear. Have a wonderful week, Alin. Thank you. You too. Bye. That's it. That's week number two. Thank you so much for joining us on the Recruitment Marketing Rebelcast. Tracy and I are having a great time bringing this podcast series to you. We hope that you have a wonderful time for those of you who are headed out to conference seasons. Please enjoy yourself. Um, make some friends and some connections and know that every single person you connect with is an opportunity to learn something new um, and to be inspired with new and great ideas. Have a great week out there. Join us on Twitter at our Rebelcast, and we will talk to you next week. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.